I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I was also wondering if we need to change our intro music because it's like very uppity and poppy and um hey people need a little right uppity and poppy but just because we're talking about something very serious Mm -hmm. like coronavirus doesn't necessarily mean we have to be like super intense yes because super intense actually makes people anyone feel yeah (laughs) calm and comfortable if someone's screaming to you about the weather you're gonna think it's bad weather yeah even if you're like it's a beautiful day out today no! No! Global oh, no. warming. There we go. <laughs> Changing the colors. All right. From DC Radio, this is Wit and Reason, and I'm Dr. Alexis. We are in what some experts are calling an infodemic. As confirmed cases of coronavirus continue to grow, so does misinformation. On today's show, I'm partnering up with licensed clinical social worker Alex Honigman to address any fears and anxieties around coronavirus. All right, so Alex, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for helping us address this. Now, I come from a media psychology consulting aspect. So I tend to work on mental health from like a more macro systematic level. I work with media to get make sure they get their messaging across appropriately. I work with organizations and um, private groups. You get to bring in the psychotherapy clinical aspect of it. Yeah, coming from healthcare and coming from yep. doing psychotherapy and individual therapy with people. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very different way to approach. Yes. So thank you so much for coming in here to have us balance out this uh, conversation about coronavirus. No, it's really important. So I have a question for you. Um, you're, you, you see patients on a regular basis yeah. um, here in Washington, D.C., and... How's how's the temperature with the coronavirus stuff? Are a lot of people bringing it in to sessions? Well, you know, to be honest, not many people are bringing it into sessions. Yeah. They are discussing it here and there as a general anxiety or fear, but nothing um, 
to the point where I think SARS was one of the big ones where people were actually like very fearful mm-hmm. the when it came through and people were actually talking about it in session. Even some of the other um, kind of more um, political in nature issues come up as far as a crisis or worry about the next nuclear apocalypse or something thereof. So people bring those types of major cataclysmic fears mm-hmm. to session here and there. Uh, so far, Corona hasn't walked through the door as far as a full-blown yeah. panic attack, but it, it's there. And isn't that interesting? Because here in D.C., we have all, all of our headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> we have CDC here. Um, we have people that are actively working on this stuff. Um, and, and yet they're not as... It doesn't seem like they're as anxious yeah, they're, they're or still, worried. They're still showing up for session, so yeah. I know we're okay. They're not hiding somewhere in a bunker. They're, they, okay. they're actually leaving their homes, and they're going out in the world and yeah. doing their jobs and doing their treatment, and everything's fine. Um, from my end of um, uh, of work in media, we're seeing a lot of people freaking out. Yeah. So a <laughs> very different story. Um, I don't know necessarily like where everyone's from, but you see it on the posts, um, on in social media, and you're seeing the news reporters talking to people out on the streets. Yeah. Uh, and from a media perspective, it appears as though everyone's freaking out about it. Yeah. I mean, watching news makes you feel like everyone's terrified. Right. Yeah. Because you have all of those really intense shots and cuts and big red bold font and lighting the and thing in the sirens. bottom that keeps on running by that oh tells gosh. me to be scared the ticker thing yeah so as a media psychologist i'm like news if you are legit news your goal is to just relay information particularly yeah. new information um your goal or mission isn't to um, dramatize or sensationalize these facts yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I feel like it's also something that gives us all a disservice. Right, absolutely. Panicking, no, no one thinks well when panicking. No, 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 no. So we're going to go ahead and break this down during our conversation today, um, starting off with how we consume this information. Um, mentioned in our opening that there's this thing going around. There is coronavirus, but even like as dangerous. Yeah, infodemic. Or more. I like that word. I'm glad you Infodemic. I know. I read it in a in a Washington Post article. Uh, it wasn't my word that I that I created, but um, it will post the article on witandreason.com. Uh, it's a really well written, very fair um, article about coronavirus anxiety um, and what to do. And so one of the things they mention is this infodemic of um, people. You know. Social media is great, but there's the issue of just publishing whatever pops there, into your head. There's no checks and balances to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're kind of working on it, but not. There, it's not perfect. You could write whatever you want, and it's your personal post. And even if you were a doctor of, I don't know, geology, and you were starting to post on things, and it says doctor something, people take you seriously. Right. Yeah. So I have to be careful now. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so when you're when you're looking for information, because we do need to stay informed, obviously, Definitely. for something like this, for coronavirus, we do need to stay informed. So how do we do that? You you want to make sure that you go to, and I'm sure you tell your patients this as well, um, you go to 
respectable, trusted sites that are like peer reviewed, um, like uh, the Center for Disease Control, yeah, CDC, CDC. Yeah. Um, the World Health Organization. Definitely. Uh, those would be like your two top to go to for information and updates about uh, coronavirus. Now, I mentioned the news. Not all like news platforms are created equally. Um, they're not all at the same standard. When you're watching your news, you want to um, look at it uh, and try to like parse out, okay, what what's the content? What are the facts that they're giving me? And then what's all this other visual stuff or tone or volume that's going on as well? So try to separate those two while you're yeah, watching it. info versus production, I guess? Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, and another thing to, to think about, too, if that's a little bit too tricky for you to, to do to kind of slow down the news, another great way of combating this infodemic or like anxieties associated with getting this information is to read the information instead of watching it. Yeah, that's really important. Yeah, because when you're when you're reading um, an article about coronavirus or the updates, um, you get to read it at your own pace. You get to read it in your own voice, um, and they do tend to be just more kind of fact based. Yeah, I, versus all of this other sensationalized well, production I, stuff. <laughs> what bringing up a great point. Yeah. Also, I like the idea that. If you're reading it, you control it, mm -hmm. meaning you have that ability to kind of move around or navigate or answer your own questions as you read through these things. Yeah. It's more paced. It's more nuanced, directed for you. Mm -hmm. So take control, people. Take yes. control of what you can control, which is your action there. Right. Exactly. Um, and obviously, our, our tips are going to be do not go to social media for, yeah. <laughs> for your news and updates about something as serious as coronavirus. Um, how terrible would it be if you are functioning off of just false made up beliefs and opinions? I actually bring that up for things other than an epidemic of this nature. Yeah. You know, I bring that up for political things. Mm -hmm. I bring it up for news and other facts because yeah. social media is not, there's no part, it's social and media. Like there's no part that says news or reliable sources of information. There's no, no part of that title equates itself to being a reliable a source. Reliable, yeah. Um, and as we were talking about this earlier, Alex, and as, as we were preparing for this show, the show, um, we mentioned like this is this is important, you yeah. know. And think about like what is the motivation to looking this stuff up? This stuff up in the first place. Um, we're assuming that if you're looking up information or reading on information about coronavirus, you're doing it because you want to learn more to maintain your own health and well-being and the health and well-being of your loved ones. Yeah, safe practices. Yeah. And so if that's truly your motivating factor for taking the time to read about this kind of stuff or to watch a video about this kind of stuff, then you want to make sure you're getting high-quality, reliable information. Definitely. Um, because you do not want to risk your health and well-being and the health and well-being of your loved ones on radio host personality X's <laughs> opinions yeah. about something so serious. Yeah. You know, um, and something that you brought up, Alex, which is just super on point, was that, um, you know, when, when we're going to certain, like, news outlets or, or personalities who are talking about these things, 
their goal isn't necessarily just to give you information, but it's to increase ratings. Yeah. Or it's to increase likes on their page, you know? The, the World Health Organization does not need yeah. your approval or likes. They don't need to <laughs> no. be reposted. Yeah. The CDC does not care whether or not you're looking at their content, and they don't have any ads to worry about that. that. Like, that's right. They, know, they, they don't have... They do not benefit from you whatsoever. Yes. Like, that's it. They don't have, like, the certain revenue stream that they need to create as, like, an Instagram influencer. Yeah. Um, so go somewhere where you are working with or you're getting information from firsthand people who are working on this case who maybe have a doctorate in epidemiology or infectious disease or you know any other type of viral something or other that's not viral videos right and so we're we're even going to tell you guys don't come to us (laughs) for facts on coronavirus because we are not any of those things what we are our mental health, behavioral health specialists. And so what we are going to help you with, are we're going to stay in our little scope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a pretty good scope. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's an important scope. Yeah. We're going to stay in our big scope of competency and talk about how can you get information about something as serious and big as coronavirus while also maintaining your, um, your ability to remain calm and to think logically so that way you can make decisions and respond in the most healthy way possible. Yeah, and th- exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, they teach first responders the first thing you're supposed to do, take your own pulse, meaning take mm-hmm. a pause, assess, and kind of see what's going on. And how often do we get that training in everyday life? Yeah. You know, if you – usually in your everyday job, you're not actually getting that training. Mm-hmm. So take the time – to pause, to hold on a second, to take a deep breath, because nobody thinks well when they're fearful or anxious or panicking, and you're going to make a poor decision. Yep. I mean, that goes for if you're watching The Walking Dead or (laughs) any other zombie apocalypse show or, you know, really living in a a society that has an outbreak. If we're going to learn anything from The Walking Dead or any kind of zombie end of the world uh, movie... We always learn that the people who who go first panic are the ones who panic and yep. freak out. Don't yep. be that person. Don't be that person. Don't don't do that to yourself. Um, so let let's go ahead and validate these fears and mm-hmm. concerns first. Um, it makes sense that people would be scared. Yeah. To learn about something um, like coronavirus, um, especially as um, the confirmed cases. Uh, increase and spread around the world um, and as cases of death yeah, increase as well. Yeah. So this is very serious, totally valid that you would feel scared, concerned about that. Um, and at the same time, we also need to balance that reality with the other aspects that although coronavirus um, – we don't know how this is going to evolve. So there's a big unknown factor to yeah. it. We do know that it's a uh, respiratory virus. Yeah. And we're totally familiar with those. Well, we're actually familiar with the coronavirus itself. It's just yeah. this is a new strain. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. And so we don't really get that message a lot in, in the media um, for, you know, for whatever reasons. But remind yourself that, like, okay— so this new strand is new. We don't know how this is going to evolve. Um, our top scientists around the world are still trying to figure it out. And here I am at home. 
um, wondering what to do. That could feel overwhelming. Yeah. You know, so just make sure you put it into perspective, though, like you mentioned earlier, what are things that you can do? Definitely. What can you control? We talked about how you can control how you take in this information. Yeah. Make it a lot easier on yourself. Don't put yourself through any more than you need to. Yeah. By getting misinformation or drama. Keep it simple. Nice and simple. Um, Another thing that we can do that we're all very familiar with is how to protect ourselves from respiratory viruses. Yeah, I mean, in, in yeah. healthcare, they call it universal precautions, right? Right. So the, the, the magic secret of universal precautions? Yes. Wash your hands. Do it. Wash your hands. <laughs> Use soap. Use soap and water. They even tell you, you know. For 20 supposed, seconds. They're supposed to say, like, sing happy birthday or whatever yeah. song or twinkle, twinkle a couple I times. I sing really fast, though, so. Yeah, but, but you know, you, you wash your hands. For 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Uh-huh. And do that before or after you're doing anything. Um, and specifically, um, before you eat. Yeah, before you eat. And after. And after. Oh, um, bathroom. Yeah, bathroom. After you use the restroom. Okay. And walking around and, and say you're taking the metro. Yes. Or other public transportation. Mm-hmm. Wash after you get off. Yep. That's fine. Um, okay, so that's that's a basic one that mm-hmm. we already know. And yeah. that we're practicing, it may seem really easy, but hey, guess what? It's a respiratory virus. This is something that that we know how to prevent, mm-hmm. okay, the spread of. So washing your hands. Um, also, just like any other kind of virus that you're concerned about, make sure you clean your area, your workplace, your mm-hmm. home, things that you normally touch, your keyboard, your phones. Go ahead and disinfect those. Yeah. Um, what are some other things that, that we talk? Oh, don't touch your... Touching your face. Yeah. Refrain People touch from- their face and eyes and mouth. They touch themselves a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I mean, even if you took the moment listening to the show and trying to not touch your face, you're going to realize you touch something on your face at least once. Yes. Yeah. So refrain from rubbing your eyes, sticking your hands in your mouth. Okay. So those are some basic things that you have within your power to prevent the spread of coronavirus, yeah, and any other type of and anything else, yeah. yeah. Ooh, um, when you're coughing and sneezing, mm-hmm. you uh, what's that called, Dracula? <laughs> what? Obama had a whole thing about yeah. it too. It Obama was like had it. Cough in your <coughs> in your uh, arm. You, been, you were holding that one in for a while, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> That's a good good example, good timing. Yeah. Um, so you cough into the uh, bend of your arm, and you want to cover your your nose and your mouth. Yeah. Okay. So be be polite and try to pull away from anybody else if yeah. you do have some kind of tickle in your throat or sneeze or something like that. Yeah. Because I mean, well, if you're cough- coughing in your hands, what are you doing? You're touching things after, and then. Getting everything else gross. Uh, yeah, don't do it. That happened to me at the gym. My my trainer like was sick and he coughed in his hands and I could see the like saliva come out of his mouth onto his hands. And then he wanted to give me a high five for a good workout. And I was like, no. No, wash your hands. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so go ahead and you could protect yourself as mm-hmm. well from from people who if, if you do see people who are coughing and sneezing, um, you could just politely like scoot out of the way. If you do take public transportation, try to get into a train or bus um, that's a little bit more spacious so you have a little bit more of a yeah. bubble around you. That's all totally fine. Yeah. You know? Okay, so those are the things that you could do. Um, some things that people are doing is they're they're going out and they're trying to buy those face masks. 
Oh, yeah, the, the, the surgical mask, the, the kind of basic yeah. mask. So if you're going out to drugstore XYZ um, to go buy these face masks, those are really in protection of everybody else. Yeah. Because they're really supposed to be used for if you are sick, keeps, you put one on your yeah, face. It keeps the contaminants in. So that way you don't get other people sick. It's, yeah. Those aren't for protecting you. That's for <laughs> if you're not sick. Yeah, that's for keeping it in. It's not it doesn't prevent you from getting something. Right. Now there are ma- face masks um, that can um, prevent like 95. I don't know what present yeah. airborne's from coming in, but those are special healthcare. Yeah, so typically healthcare masks. providers are trained in using the mask, putting on the mask. Uh, so the N95 gets sized yeah. and fit to your face mm-hmm. specifically. So like they issue one, like you have your own like serial number on it once they issue it to you. Issue it yeah. to you. So I mean like N95 masks are great and all, but you know you do have to. They come with training. I kind of want one. Can anyone get trained? I you know I, I don't know about the layperson I I don't know but yeah. if you work for a hospital or you work in healthcare somewhere you probably have some so around. If you have an illness, um, go ahead and put on a mask to protect the people around you. Otherwise, you're just doing it for a crazy fashion sense. I, I don't I don't for know. an Instagram mobile dramatic moment. I don't know. Yeah, so don't don't bother to waste your money on yeah. those. Um, and then. Let's see. You know, if you do want to go out and buy something because it helps you feel better, um, just get your typical respiratory virus medicines. Yeah. Anything, you know, like... Throw that any, to you. Decongestants, anti-inflammatory drugs. anti-inflammatory drugs. Uh, you know, acetaminophen and Tylenol is usually the things that are... For fevers. For fevers and fever reduction. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all those medical things and consult your physician about any of those questions. But, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um... And then, as we mentioned, be mindful of what you're doing and the people around you and yeah. what they're doing. Now, on that note, the whole be mindful of the people around you. Yeah. Unfortunately, as you may have heard in the news, um, people of Asian descent have reported um, an increase in micro and macro aggressions yeah, against I've heard, them. Yeah, I've heard. <sighs> so... People, we got to check our anxiety. We can't stigmatize a group of people because you heard that in China there was a virus. There are Chinese people in China, but there's also a lot of other American white people. There's yeah. there's black people in China. There's a lot of people in China yeah, so, that are not just Asian. Yeah. So to just like man, to so, to just demonstrate prejudice or racism against someone of Asian descent is problematic for so many reasons yeah um but if you want to take a kind of self-serving look at it doing that will just decrease the chances that people who are sick will go get help yeah so they're already afraid of you judging them so then they get they dismiss like any symptoms they have exactly so if you want to go out there and shame and judge people specifically because of their race or because they're coughing and sneezing, doing that, freaking out around them is not going to help the cause for public health. You you will more than likely <laughs> shame somebody into not talking into about when silence. they actually get exposed. Yes. And so then don't do that. that increases the risk of spreading. Yeah. So instead, let's all be cool <laughs> with yeah, one another. You could be concerned um and then obviously friends and family 
connect them to healthcare as mm-hmm. needed um, yeah. if there are symptoms being shown. Definitely. So be good to one another because we're all in this together. Yeah. It doesn't, viruses don't care what race you are. Exactly. What gender, what anything you are. Yeah. They'll just, they just eat. So that's it. That's right. Yep. So by following some of these tips, uh, that's going to help you appreciate the fact that you do have some control in all of this. Yeah. And something that may feel so big and overwhelming out of your hands, like coronavirus, big global issue that um, that scientists are still trying to like figure out, in your world, you still have agency yeah. to do these things. So um, to clean up around you, take care of yourself, take care of others. Um, what other types of things would you talk about with a patient who comes into your office and says, hey, coronavirus, I'm done, going into my bunker, I don't want to yeah. deal, this is just too much. Well, I, so you want to address the anxiety itself. And so you yeah. kind of look at, okay, so what does that do for you? I mean, isolating yourself doesn't do anything. Um, hiding out doesn't do anything for you. It, it takes you away from family and work and other things. Um, but really kind of diving into what type of self-care are you then engaging in if you're always worried about this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, because are you eating right? Yeah. If you're constantly worried about a virus, are you still eating okay? Um, a lot of people start compromising on all these different areas. They're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym because people are going to be sick of the gym. Well, if you don't go to the gym, your immune system is going to be less effective. Exactly. You know, self-care Mm-hmm. It's a great way to keep that immune system up. That's why we talk about it so much on the show. I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it, it's... It, it applies to, like, everything. So here's the thing. Um, regardless of, like, what you're trying to fend off, if you're trying to prevent coronavirus, if you're trying to recover from cancer, if you're trying to just soothe anxieties, it's all going to come back to stress. Yeah. And chronic stress on your body is going to do so much damage. It's going to slow down um, your cancer treatment recovery. It's going to put you at risk for sickness and illness and viruses. And so during a time like this, as contradictory as it may sound, trying to keep calm and de-stress is going to be the healthiest thing for your body. Yeah. And the first line of defense, time. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you, you, people who have really, really stressful jobs, it's, of course, they get sick all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Your body's responding. So um, we're not detached. Our mind and body is very much connected. And when we experience these external stressors, we're going to have a response to that. And our body is created to do that. Our mind is created to do that. I mean, we have fight, flight, or freeze. We see some kind of threat or danger and our brain just turns on and then starts functioning in a way that's going to help us get out of said danger. Yeah. Problem is, back in the day, danger was like a lion and we could get out of that danger within hopefully a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> How long does it take to escape a lion? I never I ran into a lion. Yeah. I couldn't yeah, um, Today, though, Stressors and threats and dangers, especially the way the media <laughs> can present it to us, is constant. Yeah. And our brain wasn't built for that. And so we have to take that ownership um, 
and to calm our brain our brain and our minds down to say like okay this is concerning um but my current position where i'm at i am safe i'm healthy and i am well yeah and uh, part of it is to do that actually allows you to think with a clearer mind and then you can actually follow instructions as they're given to you by things like the cdc or uh, the uh, world health organization because they're telling you here's what you need to do and here's the order of things to do it in and if you present with these symptoms uh you know make sure to go into the doctor and get checked out Mm -hmm. well but you know, like if you're really freaking out about it, you're going to be like, oh, it's not this, it's not this. Or you're going to go in for everything ever. Mm-hmm. And there's a balance between that. Yeah. Yeah. So try to keep everything into perspective. Um, remembering that keeping calm um, is going to be your first line of defense against these types of things. It is even something that our first responders learn. So people will, when I'm leading, um, trainings or workshops about stress management, um, people will frequently say like, I can't control my emotions. This is just the way I am. This is just the way it is. I panic. I freak out. And that's not the case. I mean, this is a skill that is learned Mm -hmm. because all of our first responders out there that are running toward danger weren't born that way necessarily. (laughs) They were trained to do so. So you're, your mind and body is something that you do have some control over. So change is possible. It is definitely possible. Coping is possible. Emotion regulation is possible. Yeah. Um, and we have a bunch of resources on witandreason.com on how to just in general cope with everything that's going on, including coronavirus. Um, and we provided some very practical tips today for you to take care of yourself and for your and take care of your family. Yeah. Because even if it is something worse than what we're talking about now, then f- freaking out you, about it and anxiously yeah, anxiously looking up conspiracy theories and uh um people's opinions about things it's still not going to help you or your family. You're just going to go into this hole of anxiety and stress and going to compromise your immune system and put yourself at greater risk so yeah thank you so much alex oh you're very welcome thank you for having me coming in today and for talking with us uh about this very important topic with us thank you so much so visit witandreason.com to get links to the resources we talked about on today's show we also have free health webinars fun videos and bunch of information about upcoming events. Did you hear something on the show today that you relate to on a personal level? Share your story. Send us your recording on witandreason.com slash speak up, and we may be able to post it on our coronavirus anxiety show page to help others navigate anxieties around coronavirus. A special thank you to our awesome radio producer, Max Myrick. He's in in the studio with us, um, who's also our general manager, and our sound engineer, Jessica Sturgis, and of course, the whole DC radio team. Thank you so much, Alex Honigman, for joining us, and for all of you for listening. We are doing this for you, so subscribe, review, leave your comments about our show wherever you get your podcasts. Connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Wit and Reason. You can also find me at Dr. Alexis Moreno. 
And of course, check in with uh, DC Radio for our next show. I'm Dr. Alexis Moreno. Let's keep the conversation going. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.